So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We um, usually just talk about our highs and lows of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a pretty eventful um, week mm-hmm. for me. Um, I guess it's good to always start off with highs. That's what I like to do. Yeah, I like to start off with yeah. highs. I think it's either one because we've had people <laughs> be like, can I start with the lows first? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's so up to you. It really depends on... Mm-hmm. So, okay, wait, is it for the past week? Let me let me yeah. ask you. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the, the uh, since <clears throat> last Tuesday, basically. Yeah, because I was thinking of, like, well, next week is Jess's wedding. That's a high for me. Like, oh. Well, how um, do you know? What if it turns out to be a disaster? That's true, because I am. But it won't be, because it's Jess and Jacob. Okay. (laughs) But it's their own kind of disaster. Okay. Uh, Okay. No, let's see. A high for me. Well, I got to spend the weekend with Chelsea. That's definitely a high for me. And um, just hang out with her, because I haven't seen her. I didn't see her for a while. Well, a week. But since then, it's been, <laughs> we didn't really get to talk a lot, so just to spend that time. And plus, I love road trips. So Yay, road I trip. love road trips. So I just had like a little mini road trip by myself. Hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Because she lives in Goshen, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So it's like an hour and a half from here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, who were we talking about? We missed her Chelsea's. I oh. miss, yeah. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. That okay. was my high. Let's see oh, Chelsea gotcha. over the weekend. Okay. Love you, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, she's <coughs> not doing too well right now. No. And let's see. A low would definitely be the fact that she's sick for me. Oh. Like, that's because that means I might get sick. Too. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So, yeah, she uh, texted me today. And she's like, so, doctor says I have mono. Hmm. Oh, so that means you might get it too. Be aware. And I'm oh. like, really? Oh, uh, so yeah. There's that. <laughs> but it's been kind of. I mean, it has been an eventful week, but yeah, that's like the highs and lows for me, dude. Okay, wow. so Western gives tokens out for printing, and you get around two, three hundred. I think I don't know. But I, at the end of the semester, I ended up with negative 273 um, printing tokens. So I went, like, way past the limit oh, and no. had to spend, like, $8 extra oh. for the all the extra printing I've done. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <coughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have other friends that are like, well, you can use some of mine. And <laughs> I'm like, it's still not going to help. Yeah. So... <laughs> so yeah. So what about you guys? Highs and lows. Hmm. Mine. It's been a pretty good week. I haven't had any like serious lows. Um, just sort of minor little like mm-hmm. annoyances, I guess. Like, yeah. I um I've been trying to count calories, and <laughs> this week I kind of didn't and just allowed myself to kind of eat a bunch what do you why do you counting calories this is i want to lose weight (laughs) 
So. Are and there's like a little app. Yeah. Yeah, I'm using the uh, MyFitnessPal. It's yes. highly recommended mm-hmm. by dietitians. Yeah, so. I'm sure it's wonderful when you use it. It's so. I hate it. I <laughs> oh, honestly, really? yes, I hate. Monkey. It's very limiting. Yeah. Like, I'm through with my calories. Like by lunch, I'm like. So well, I how much are you giving yourself? Fifteen hundred. That's for a woman if they want. Well, fifteen fifty or whatever. But I have seventeen hundred. So but you also like listed your, you also listed yourself as as active. Yeah. So. I listed myself as not very active. Okay. So, so lightly active or sedentary? One of those. I don't. Because lightly active means you're you do at probably, least like a little bit of walking. I probably should day. have listed myself as lightly active because I do like do groundskeeping, so yeah. I'm walking all day. But yeah, I also want to push myself uh-huh. <laughs> and, i understand like you know so I, I don't mind like i am capable of eating fewer calories i just need to do it and this week i just kind of let myself slide but you can <laughs> fill up on um they're not necessarily empty calories but they're like zero calories um mm-hmm. So it can be, I think, cucumbers are one of them. Mm. Watermelon's another. Um, they might have like one or two calories, but again, calories but. just like the in- energy that's mm-hmm. given off. Um, so like, find you can find foods like that, and then so you eat a ton of those, yeah. and you still fill up, but you meet your energy um, or calorie yeah. level. For the day intake for the day so yeah. see on the iphone it counts your steps for you oh that's cool see on the android it doesn't that's dumb <laughs> yeah that's really dumb yeah i didn't know that oh i wonder why i don't know do you hmm. got team apple yeah <laughs> one of the few things that because like when i update my app like in the middle of the day i'm already at like a mile and a half just by doing my maintenance shift hmm. oh yeah at least. Oh, yeah. yeah also, speaking of bilbos, okay. uh, my high would be I might be trained to prep. Hey. hey. It's not. It wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah. So, it's really was, easy. It's, <laughs> it's, mo- it's my low and my high. Because, really? Yeah. <laughs> because on Friday, I signed up for a serving ship because they're doing day service all week instead of just on the weekends it's all week so we don't have day counter at all so i was just like yeah i'll i wouldn't mind doing like a day serve because that's so easy so easy you just stand around yeah but like i put my name on the sheet and i got in the next morning it was crossed off (laughs) why i asked david about it and he was just like because people think you're not cut out to be a server. So I was like, thanks. It's just day counter. I know. I mean, it'd be, I don't but, know. But, I don't know. Which I'm fine with, for the most part. It's just kind of soul-crushing to be like, you're not good at this job. Because it's too high stress and too high, I have too much anxiety for the job. You worked at Culver's for how many years? Two years. I mean, that counts for something. <laughs> it does count for a lot. Um, 
but then David was just like, well, I put in a word for you to be trained as an actual cook and to do prep. You get paid better anyway. Heck yeah. Mm. Um, And I was just like, ah. That's a better job, too. It's more interesting, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with people. No, and that's what I want to deal. I you love deal people. people. <laughs> no, I love people, but there's just some days where I just want to not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to not people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like last night, I'm sorry. Ugh, I just couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, hopefully that'll work out. Because yeah. right now, like, I was just like really upset because the only hours I have right now are maintenance. Mm. That's mm. only like nine to eleven thirty, mm-hmm. six days a week. So, well, prep will be good. I think prep it's definitely be... a good step. Like if you do prep first and then go into cooking, it gives you a basis and an understanding of like how the food came to be before mm-hmm. it got to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm basically already trained as a cook. Yeah. I just have to like. Learn really how to crucial. stock and how to close, and mm-hmm. which I probably will never do, but mm-hmm. still have to do it. Yeah. And David was just like, yeah, I'll train you myself. I was like, sounds good. I'd rather you train me than anybody else here. So mm-hmm. that's basically what we've been doing just on, you know, mm-hmm. Thursdays or whatever. Whenever I do dough, mm-hmm. I get done with dough, and then he lets me cook for a while. And dough is kind of easy, though. I love dough. I love dough is dough. probably my favorite. I prefer that over cooking chicken. I hate cooking chicken. <laughs> I hated cooking the chicken so much because it never worked for me. Like it always came out dry and it never got up to temperature. <laughs> so it was irritating. But yeah, well, good. I'm glad for you. That'll yeah, be, it'll be good. And I can just listen. I can just plug in the rest of the day and yep. just not talk to anybody. So. Mm-hmm. And Although I can still be at Bilbo's, which is really, like, my my place. Also, another high of the week was um, handing out water at the marathon. What marathon? Oh, Calendry did you? Marathon. Was, it, was it the one that Kate was in? Kate Mana? I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know she was in it. Mm-hmm. She did a, some, I don't know if it was that one or if it was, like, Borges Run. Or this was the Borges, yeah. uh, for the health of it or whatever. Yeah. But did she do the marathon or like a 5K? I think it was the 5K, not the marathon. Okay. Because we only saw. Marathon was 23 six. miles. Okay. Because we only saw like the marathon people, so like the half in the fall. Yeah. Uh, we were at, well, were we at mile 18? Give or take, yeah. Then I'm so. I really. I don't know. We couldn't have been at mile 18 if we not saw if halves. We saw halves, yeah. Halvesies. We might have been at like. I don't. I don't know. 13. Or but this was the group picture that we had. Find Gracie. You'll see me. I see hate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally, this picture is so awful. <laughs> That's. I hate it so much. So funny. Because <laughs> we took like 800 nice ones. Let's just. Let's just. Well, this one. Well, here's, the, here's the, the thing. There were like three pictures. There were, like, three but different cameras were, like, taking pictures. There were two cameras, but there were, like, three times that they... Well, I thought there were only two. They said, let's take a picture, and they took it. And they said, okay, now let's take a goofy picture. 
and they took that one. Well, clearly no one else. Clearly nobody else did the crazy face except for Gracie freaking McDonald, and I look like a nerd. Look at how many chins I have. (laughs) Like Betty didn't even. Betty and Jeff didn't even like. weren't even crazy. That's great. Crazy is the only one being crazy. And in a crazy. pink jacket. Oh. So I stick out like a sore thumb. No. Hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Oh my goodness. That made my day. That's mm. really. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, so of course that has to be the one that they use. Of course, right? Oh, yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, look at Gracie. Oh, let's use this one. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> probably how it worked out. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's great. But like, this this was like the first shift, so like we d- they did like two shifts of people that came through. Mm-hmm. So like the early shift was like this picture, and then the later shift for like the marathon mm-hmm. was like a normal nice picture. And I'm standing behind Hayden. Could they could they see you? Yeah, I mean I was just like on his shoulder or something. Oh, okay, but not like Gracie. Triple chin. <laughs> Ricky. Oh, that's awesome. But it was a really fun morning. We actually handed out uh, electrolyte water. Oh, cool. Like goo brew or something. Yeah. And then we handed out uh, packets of basically just chemicals that help you. Yeah. The energy packets of yeah. goo. That helps sustain, yeah. <gasps> Well, yeah, it tastes, it's not to, it's... I tried one. Yeah, it's not really supposed to taste really good, but it's supposed to help you a lot. I just can't believe the people who, like, doubted all at once and then kept running. Shoot, they're, if they're at, like, 18 miles, anything tastes, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. I like, people, like, requested different flavors, too. It was cute. <laughs> they, like, like, they slow down, like, God, the salted caramel one! And then they have to keep running, so... <laughs> I know I have elect. I carry um, electrolytes with me if I'm going really far distances. So mm-hmm. just because I don't want to be without energy, and I don't yeah. want my muscles to start like freaking out on me. That's what actually happened to my uh, younger brother when we first did the the Goshen bike ride. Um, he did the hundred mile. He did the century, mm-hmm. and this was his first time doing it. And of course the kid did not train for it of course not of course not i mean he kind of did but not really not so anyway um it came to like they got past the first 50 mile mark but then they were at like 75 miles and his legs started like cramping up like it was a charlie horse he just had to continue to pedal throughout the entire thing and he had powerade in his backpack or his little Camelback, and he said it was hot from the sun and no, him, and he's like, gross. Yeah. Why I do not want to do a century like struggles. No. You do like for the middle schoolers. We do hundred miles in like two days, hmm. like over the course of a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> so what is a low for you? I don't think we got. We just did the highs for you. Uh. Yeah. That was my low, actually, was oh. the uh, not counting calories. <laughs> um, Some people can already die <laughs> eating oh. whatever they want. <laughs> eh, not me, because now I'm just like yeah. feeling feeling like a slug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I think a high. Um, I'm trying to remember my week. I know uh, Sunday after the marathon, um, we went to Five Guys, hung out with the students. That was Max Zara Keller is right there. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And oh, then we went to Gracie's house and had a little family reunion for her grandparents' 70th anniversary. That was really cool. Wedding? Okay. Wedding anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wait, yeah. how old are they? They're, They're only... In their 80s. Yeah. So when so did they, they get married? Like, when well, they were like 17? 18 mm-hmm. and 19. That's so cute. I know. Wow. They're adorable. 70 years. But, like, he Hayden got to meet, like, a whole ton of family mm-hmm. and my grandparents' friends uh-huh. that I hadn't seen in 20 years that yeah. still thought I was in high school. <laughs> of course, because to them, time is irrelevant. Yeah, time is irrelevant. <laughs> but there's just, like, one of, one of my family friends, no clue who she was. She's like, are you still in high school? It's like... No. No. Oh, when did you graduate? Ten years ago. <laughs> Ten year reunion this year. Hopefully it'll happen. Are you going to go if they do have it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that must have been cool for you, Hayden, to see all those people and yeah. um, meet them as well. Meet some new uh, relatives on Gracie's side. Yep. It was fun. And I bet it was beautiful. To me, out. those things can be really awkward. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> Some of her, her family, I'm really trying to figure out how to relate to. Oh. Because they're so much older. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the youngest one by, like, oh, five years. Oh, that's how And I'm the only girl. So, um, like, yeah. Apparently, I'm not anymore because I found more freaking family that are my age and they're females. That's fun. But yeah, there was a couple relatives that came that I haven't seen in 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, not not quite. Mm-hmm. 10 years. It's hard to... It's, time is irrelevant. Yeah. But um, I was like trying to explain to him who people were and I'm just like, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, like, I think that's, and then I think that's what happens to me when I get to my mom's side of the family, mm-hmm. because apparently I've met a lot of them, but I don't remember any of them, um, <laughs> just because I was so young, yeah. and they're so spread out, and there's so many of them, because mm-hmm. she's her dad's married twice, and so she has a lot of steps step relatives our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. so um and that just kind of like they all married you know some of them married twice and so they have like it just gets really mixed confusing families, yeah. yeah it's just a mixed family so but yeah yeah <laughs> we had a, a little tribe of children it's like my cousins have three kids mm-hmm. and then which they're finally warming up to me. Ah, it's been such a struggle. Because like, I'm such a kid person and I want them to play with me. Uh, but they're like anti-people. And I'm just like, please just love me. Especially if they don't see you a lot. Oh, they? they never see me at all. Yeah, that's really rough for a little kid. My niece. 
My niece is still scared of me. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. How old is she now? She's a year. She turned a year March 14th. She's a pie baby. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's actually really funny. I think it's funny. My older brother doesn't really think it's as funny. But every time my dad holds her, like, her eyes just, like, grow. And they're, like, big old saucers. And she's just staring at him. And then sometimes her little lip will quiver. And she's going to start crying. Like, it's so oh. funny. Every time my dad picks her up and he's like, hello, Everly. And she's just like <laughs> staring at him like, well, I know who you are, but you're very scary. Uh. <laughs> and then uh, she'll sometimes think my my younger brother, Andrew, who's 19, is Christopher. Oh. Because they look, they they look so like, much alike. They look, it's the beard. We think yeah. it's the beard and everything and like their mm-hmm. voice because they both sound alike. <laughs> and so she, she just has to stare at him and then she'll stare at Christopher and then she'll stare back at Andrew and she, you can tell like the little gears are going. Like she's oh. trying to figure out who this person is. Oh, okay. I remember another high. Okay. Oh, so my youngest, no, not youngest, my little sister who's 15, Rebecca, mm. and Joshua who's 17, one of my brothers, um, they both are in a, we're in a bridge competition this past Monday, last Monday last week. And so we went up to Grand Rapids and we stayed in the Amway Grand Plaza. Wow. And Actually, Joshua um, stayed in the same room as some president's wife. I can't remember. What? Yeah. It was really cool. No, at the cool. same time. No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> like, what? Surprise. How did that happen? No, this was like 50 years prior. Oh, okay. So, but they had like a, a little plaque on the door and everything. It's really cool. But um, like that was so awesome. I felt... Like a queen. Like a queen. Like, I really should have had a flute of champagne in one hand and then, like, a prince on the other and, oh. like, in a ball gown kind of thing because yeah. it's so, it's so grand. fancy. It is so fancy on the inside. We had a stinking powder room in our uh, room. <laughs> A powder room. Yeah. And the sink was in the powder room, but not in the where the toilet was. I oh. know. And it was just, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, my sister got first place, and so she's going to nationals yes. in Tennessee in her division. And then my brother, surprisingly, like, we were really surprised they even placed, but they got third place. Yes. And so they're going to na- – no, I don't think they're going to nationals. They decided not to. No. But they – my sister won $100, and then my brother wow. won $50. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was really yeah. exciting. Just to be a part of all Those that. Those combined would pay for, like, part of a room per night? Yeah. <laughs> really cheap room. But, so yeah, that was the really, room really without fun. windows, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, questionable, um, polos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the ones we had at the Hampton. Uh-huh. Oh, awful. Mm, one, uh, mission strip. We made an emergency pit stop overnight um, because apparently we were taking too long. And, um, yeah. Um, so we stayed at, shoot, what did we stay at? I think a Super 8. Oh. Super yeah, 8 Motel. That's a classic. Those are, 
Those are classic. Yes, they are classic. And I slept on top in my clothes on top of the mattress because uh-huh. I didn't want to like get underneath all that. No, and, yeah. No, I didn't want to touch any of that and keep your shoes on in the carpet because yeah. you don't want to. You. Hmm. It was yeah. Definitely, I was expecting to see a couple cockroaches and stuff. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, so yeah, that was that was fun Monday because I went to the President Ford's museum that was just down the road, mm. and um, it was fun because I just walked there and then I walked around Grand Rapids and so yeah, mm. that was Monday and yeah, Tuesday. That was Tuesday. Awesome. Yeah. There's a, a church in town called Community Presbyterian Church, mm-hmm. um, and the pastor Jonathan Cruz. Uh, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to his sermons online, and, and I'm just I I just feel like oh it was just a beetle oh <laughs> um, there you go <laughs> yeah I don't know I just I, I feel like every one of his sermons speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they all, uh, you know, kind of fill me up when I listen to them, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. It's hard to find a pastor that actually does that. Yeah. Especially since, I, you know... Sorry, you got fire. I know. I don't know where the lens went to. <laughs> it's like, it popped out. It dropped on the ground and popped out. I don't know. It's right there. It's underneath the chair. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) There were $6 at Payless. Nice. (laughs) So, um... Have you actually gone to a service yet at the church, or is it strictly just been listening online? It's been just listening. We went to a Good Friday service where he spoke, Mm -hmm. and he was kind of being a fanboy. (laughs) 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 No, we we haven't been. I listen to OMG. (laughs) Sorry, I'm giving you a hard time. (laughs) Um, We haven't been to his church. We've been to um, a church. Of a different denomination, but a mm-hmm. similar, it's a traditional, like, traditional style of church, um, with, like, you know, hymns and, and yeah, stuff. Um, yeah, which, yeah, which I, I didn't grow up with, and so I never mm-hmm. really experienced, and so to me, it's almost like a new world that I, okay. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. opening my eyes to. And, Do you um, like it? Do you like Is it? Your Oh, he's on your shoulder. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's a stink bug. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I have a story to tell after you're done with this. Okay. About, so about do you, the, tri- the more conservative, uh, traditional way of worshiping, um, how do you, how do you like that? Because I find a lot of people our age do not yeah they they don't like it just yeah. because of the fact that it's very to them it's it's very archaic yeah. in a way um i grew up with that because i grew up southern baptist mm-hmm. and they're very traditional mm-hmm. and so for me i like it to a certain extent 
Calvary has Calvary. Sorry. I'm like eating my sunglasses. <laughs> trying to pop it back in. Calvary does 50-50. They do contemporary and then they have hymns. So okay. I like that. Yeah. And also reminds me of my grandmother. Yeah. So, so your view. Yeah, and I, I think that a lot of people our age are kind of uh, put off by it. And that's just how I, mean, I grew up. Just because, like, sorry. Just because, uh, like, Contemporary churches are just such a huge thing right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. cool to like go to churches like Radiant and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because they're like, trying trying to draw in the crowds that go to concerts and that listen to pop music. Mm-hmm. You know that's what they're trying to draw in the crowds, which is good. So, but you were saying sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, I think I, I've just I've just been challenged a lot lately about. Mm-hmm you know, my views on that, because mm-hmm. that's how I used to think, uh, was, you know. So challenged in what way? When do you, what do you mean by challenge? Well, see, my, my view was that, um, you want to draw people in, you want to mm-hmm. attract people to the church, so make the church attractive, you know, make mm-hmm. it, uh, something that people will want to go to. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I've been going to Southern Heights, which mm-hmm. is kind of in between, mm-hmm. and it was kind of... Which I kind of like. Yeah. I, I kind of dig it. Um, and that's just kind of where I grew up, mm-hmm. but when I started becoming more independent, I was like, well, I want to explore other churches, so mm-hmm. I went to Radiant. I really liked it because it was exciting and new and unique and everything, and, and then... Um, when I started dating Gracie, we started going to the bridge. Well, she was already going, but I joined her. Mm-hmm. And I was attracted to that, too, because mm-hmm. of the, you know, uniqueness of it and everything. And um, I don't know. I, I started listening to, like, different pastors and different, you know, theologians and stuff. And um, one of the views out there is that... The gospel itself is attractive. Mm-hmm. And to the people who Christ calls, the church is 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 what they want. We don't have to make it yes. attractive because it's already attractive to the people who God calls. Mm-hmm. And so this whole, like, let's make the church attractive, mm-hmm. it's almost at risk of kind of tricking people into mm-hmm. thinking they're Christians. When really they're just... Because it's kind of like the Billy, the Joel Osteen. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and that's obviously like an extreme. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Universally that's one right. extreme. Yeah. That's one extreme. Yeah. And, and I don't want to, you know, accuse, you know, places like Radiant or The Bridge oh, no. as being right. that. Mm-hmm. But I also can't help but question and have been questioning... Um, whether their motives are really to glorify God or to fill seats. Like, are they just trying to build up a bigger church or are they, basically, are they more focused on quantity or quality? Yeah. Is, is my question. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's not a question that I can answer, and it's not really a question that they can answer, because if you ask them, of course they're going to say, like, no, of course we're... Well, yeah, 
yeah they're gonna <laughs> deny it of right. course yeah um i would i think it's good that you're struggling with this okay might sound really weird but <laughs> spiritually it because it starts it let me try to think um Going through this thought process and trying to figure out, you know, where do you stand? Mm-hmm. It's good because um, you can help other people who just kind of feel stuck when they're going to church and they feel like they're not being fed because they've reached a point in their lives where they need to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal views on this because. Um, like that's where I've been like, and I'm continuing to grow and questioning my own stance on this, um, is that I believe, um, there are certain churches for certain groups of people. So you have your secret churches that go out into the communities and do draw people in, which, um, it, again, there's like that whole, um, not necessarily debate, but argument on, you know, are they seeking quantity or quality, but you still need people, you still need a church to go out there, you know, because we as Christians are called to go ye therefore, according to Matthew, or in Matthew, and to go and preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also believe that there are other churches that are for more grounded Christians who have been a Christian for a little bit longer and who have um, who have more of a sense of identity but still have a lot of questions and then you move on to the more theologically heavy churches and they, they seek to um, really grow you and um, so I think that they're like different churches for different groups of people hmm. um, that it depends on like where, where you are in your walk with Christ because I see at Calvary, like, there are good and bad. There's good and bad about it. Um, but right now I'm at the point where I just, I need, I have questions that need answering. So I think with the whole worship thing, it's about personal choice because I believe that we can worship in everything we do. Um, but when in church, like, the type of music is more along the personal choice. Um like I said, I like a mix between contemporary and um, hymnals. I like to grab the hymnal and I like to open it up because it's just home for me. It's like a childhood memory um, because my parents, you know, we have a hymnal. We have several actually at home. And my parents, you know, talk about the days where they grab a hymnal and they say, turn to page 347. We're going to sing the old rugged cross. So... <laughs> I don't know. I like that, yeah. but I also like a little bit of contemporary music. Like, you're a good, good father. <laughs> mm, girl. Let's see that. Like, mm, girl. That's <laughs> who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts? Because I see you, I see the wheels turning. Processing, yeah. Processing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think... I think you definitely have to be careful about which church you go to because there are churches that do not necessarily focus on the Bible and what Christ says, and they are that quantity kind mm-hmm. of church. Um, and that's where your knowledge of the Bible comes into play, and you're like, okay, 
here's what I want. I like I like a church that bases everything, like everything on the scripture. Obviously, that's yeah. that's what you need in biblical, yeah. but um, like they tell you, okay, so here's what we believe. Here's a scripture to back that up, kind of yeah. thing. Like we're given, we have a covenant. You can just go up to a deacon, and they give you a covenant um, about the church, and they explain, okay, so here's what we believe about homosexuality. Here's the verse for that, or several. I like that because um, I like to know why do you believe what you believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah. Would you like to come with us on Sunday? <laughs> Where? To the community. Whatever. I've actually never gone to Pres. Okay, so what's the difference between Presbyterian and, like, what is a Presbyterian? Because Presbyt- I. For, sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Um, well, it's it's um, rooted in. Uh, Are they Calvinistic in their yes. theology? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. um. Well, you know, you know the Christian reform or the Reformed Church. Vague. It's vague. It's so like muddled. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just starting to try and learn this. Yeah. The different branches, but they're just like Christ Redeemer, Church of God. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Methodist, yeah. Reformed, Christian Mm -hmm. Reformed. Yeah. So, okay. So, obviously, well, the Reformation. Yeah. That that was Martin Luther, and um, that was his departure from the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, And then there's the Lutheran Church, which follows Martin Luther. But then Calvin kind of had like a different reformation it, it was still a it was still a reformation but um calvin and luther had different ideas mm-hmm. so so um when people say the reformed church they're usually talking about calvin if okay if you're saying the you know lutheran church that's martin luther's reformation but when people say the reformed or christian reformed they're talking about calvin okay. and uh particularly Usually, it's in reference to the Dutch Reformation, um, which was um, inspired by Calvin, and um, the main sort of disagreement was between Calvin and, or no, not Calvin, uh, whoever, it was like a council, and um, their... uh, Sorry, I'm trying to like yeah, it's go through like years, centuries of yeah. history. But um, have you heard of Ar- Arminianism? Yes. Um, so there was Arminius who yeah. basically was kind of challenging some ideas of the Reformed Church, and they disagreed with him, and so they officially like made a list of their beliefs, and mm-hmm. that that started the. Um, the Reformed Church, um, which I believe the bridge is Reformed. Southern Heights is Christian Reformed, which is the, yeah, it's slightly it's, different. It's, There's yeah. like that's right. Southern, Southern Heights being a Christian Reformed Church is weird because like Christian Reformed Church is a lot more like to the like rule bound. Yeah, um, like you can't. You have to wear your Sunday best all day long. You can't go swimming on Sundays. You can't do, like, crazy stuff on Sundays. Huh? Yeah. 
like the more traditional Christian reform churches. Southern no, Heights is more better. of like a, I mean, it's a contemporary type of Christian reform church. Okay. That's why it doesn't have like Southern Heights Christian reform church in the name anymore. Hmm. I didn't know about that. Yep. That's what uh, my Uncle Duke grew up, Christian Reformed. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would go to, you know, their family's lake house, and, like, my Uncle Duke would just have to sit there in his Sunday best while my, I guess, my Uncle Duke's kids had to sit there in their Sunday best and not go swimming while my mom and her siblings were just, like, in the water and playing football and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So... Mm-hmm. It's a lot more rules. Huh. Southridge is a reformed church, even though it's basically elevation worship right now. Yeah. Um, they're turning a lot more Pentecostal than Pentecostal. Um, that's Presbyterian and Pentecostals. Those are the two that I the two P's that I get mixed up. Oh. And they're like completely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know they are. Yeah. Um Yeah, Presbyterian so the the um, Reformed Church uh, is more based, surrounded in um, wherever Dutch people are. The Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. yeah the Netherlands. Holland. Um, Holland. The Presbyterian Church uh, originated, I think, in Scotland, and um, it's the same beliefs. They're still Calvinist, so they basically have the same beliefs as the as the Reformed Church, but. Um, the difference is Presbyterians never had to, never had a, they never had a full-on council to combat Arminianism. Um, they still oppose it, but they didn't, they, yeah. it, it, it's not like as, um, it's not as core to them as mm-hmm. it is for Reformed. Um, but basically they have the same beliefs, they're, you know, they're Calvinist. Um, the... So the sort of the history. I, I'm not, you know, super clear about the history of these yeah. two churches, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, there's obviously there's reformed and there's Christian reformed. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the difference? Obviously, at some point, somebody said like we can no longer call ourselves reformed. Yeah, so there's we another to, Reformation yeah. of the Reformed Church. Yeah, so they had to, you know, split and they called themselves Christian reformed. I just recently discovered that there was another split from the Christian reformed church. Because I believe what you were saying, the Christian Reformed Church has kind of become more and more progressive. So there were people who said, like, well, this is getting out of hand. Let's, you know, go back to, you know, go back to our roots. And they started the United Reformed Church, which was the church that we went to for Good Friday. It was scary. Gracie didn't like it. I didn't really like it. <laughs> so I'm surprised that you want to come with me. to. Well, I mean, I just, I'm curious, because you talk about it so much. And this Wait, is the, why didn't you like United? I don't know. It was just like because I grew up in a very traditional church with like the the choir and the the hymnals and the the organ and the piano and stuff. And it just I don't know. I resorted back to my eight year old self and filled in all the O's of the program. And I don't know. I just couldn't like connect well with it because I'm. Used to, I'm very used to contemporary worship now. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, 
a blast from the past, but... Mm -hmm. And this is what's, like, what I've been trying to process through lately, is that really your reaction to the traditional church has been basically my reaction to contemporary church. Mm -hmm. Because we've been going to the bridge together, Mm -hmm. and at first I was really into it, but lately it's been, like, whenever we go there, I just cannot resonate with it i can't mm-hmm. you know engage in it and i end up resorting to just reading my bible while they're mm-hmm. preaching it's like they'll be talking about something else and i'll be looking at my bible and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know it feels like something that's why southern isn't heights there. is a good mixture i feel like because you like the you like the traditional i like contemporary southern heights is kind of both as you said earlier. I guess so. But in a way, it's also neither. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's something that I'm kind of struggling with, but I've been, I, I've been like, voicing this struggle to people, like, to friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the advice I've been getting is uh, make your faith your own. Do what, you know, do what feels right to you. Do what you know, you feel led to, what whatever, whatever, like, fills your soul, like, just do that. Don't try to, you know, do someone else's Christianity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do what uh, fills you up so that you can then, you know, pour out to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say that is good advice. Um... The problem is then, what if what fills me up is different than what fills her up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want us to end up, you know, going to different churches, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's why I'm so confused about, like, why different, like, why the differences in, in churches? Like, shouldn't there be, like, a, a united, like, church that, speaks to Christians rather than here's a church that speaks to young people, here's a church that speaks to old people, here's a church that speaks to progressives, here's a church that speaks to conservatives. Like, shouldn't there just be a church that speaks to Christians? That is something that's been, we have been, we as Christians have been struggling with for a very long time because a lot of it is due to interpretation. Yeah. People dif- interpret things differently, you know, and so I think that's a could could be a reason why there are the different uh, denominations because it's just insanely confusing. I can't tell you how many of my international friends tell me or ask me why are there so many different types of Christian churches? You're all um, Christians, right? And you all follow the same God and read the same Bible, but yet you have all these different churches. And I'm like, oh, well, you get down to the political side of things. And then that's why, that's where it causes separation and everything. Um, I mean, knowing you two, you do, both of you do have different worship styles. I can just, I can see that. But there has to be some form of a common ground. Um, I would say, like, just, you're not asking for my advice, so. 
Maybe kind of, them, yeah. Please. <laughs> I, I'm asking for any advice I can get. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily advice, but I'll just tell you what my dad's always told me. Like, when we were looking for a church, um, there are so many different types of churches out there that cater to so many different groups of people and uh, people and different walks of, that are going through different walks of life. But you know you the best, and you know your relationship with Christ the best. And you have to find a church that follows the bible the closest because that will be the most correct um church and um because my dad um heavily cautioned me on um being careful going to churches that seem that are kind of superficial yeah to a certain extent um and that only preach what you want to hear or preach you know what you don't want to hear but they kind of like sugarcoat it in a way Instead of telling you, no, you are flat out sinning, and here's what you need to do. Here's how can we help you? Yeah. Because we love you, as a as a brother, sister in Christ kind of thing. And that to me is the best kind of church yeah. that tells you where you're right, but also wants to help you, or where you're wrong, and wants to help you fix that. And then, um, so that's like my my best advice when it's trying to come to a church it's like you do know both of you know your own worship styles and it may a lot of trial and error like a lot of trial and error um and it just may be that um you guys will have to search and look within the church um kind of deeply to see where you guys can connect because it might be that you go to the 9 a.m service while she goes to the 11 o'clock service but you both go to the evening service Hmm that kind of thing or you both work in the youth group kind of thing um i can understand where you want to go to both the same service but sometimes you can't find i guess you just have to figure out like where do you both want to compromise like list them out i like to write things down sometimes mm-hmm. and here's write out what i can compromise on and what i can't yeah i i, I guess for me my main draw uh, to a church and clearly because what's drawing me to community is the preacher Mm -hmm. is the preaching and Mm -hmm. if it's sound uh biblical preaching (coughs) that really you know speaks to my beliefs and Mm -hmm. speaks to um you know what i know to be true in scripture Mm -hmm. um then i guess i could compromise on the worship Mm -hmm. um which, as a man, it's good for you because you, in any relationship, you are the spiritual leader mm-hmm. of the family. Like that's what that's why what God created you to be is mm-hmm. to be that spiritual leader. And so you need to be able to spiritually be fed, so that way you know you can spiritually feed her and she can spiritually feed you in different ways. Yeah. So. And I think that honestly, we may just need to keep looking because. Um, it's hard. That's what I have learned. It is so hard to find the church that you yeah. feel comfortable and you feel like this is where God's calling you. Yeah. Because I, I definitely, I like the preaching at community. Um, there was a church that um, that I discovered in, Chicago, uh, no, Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. That's It's the same denomination. And the preacher was good, but... The worship style was different. It was more, um, uh, somewhat more contemporary. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, a rock concert or anything, mm-hmm. but it was. I, I kind of liked it. It was, it was, you know, um, it was groovy. 
it was groovy. It was it was engaging. Like it was. Uh... Wait, is it the hip hop church? No. Okay, because Chelsea and I went to that one one time. Uh, <laughs> Up in Grand Rapids. No, it's called um, <laughs> New City Life, I think. And I went to a conference uh, in Kalamazoo um, where the pastor was a speaker. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Micah Edmondson. Yeah. <laughs> and um everybody today. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um and yeah, I, I really liked his uh his his uh his sermon at the conference. Mm-hmm. Um and I did sit down and watch a, a, one of his sermons at his church mm-hmm. online with Gracie. But it, it may have been like just a bad day for him because he was stuttering like crazy and like uh. I was just like, oh man, this isn't this isn't how he sounded at the conference. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he is a human being too, right? Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah. So the reason that I'm even mm-hmm. bringing him up is because it would sound preaching, but also exciting worship. Yeah. And um, if we can find a church like that, because I mean. I'm not. I'm not saying that you only care about worship, but like, I'm willing to, you know, compromise on worship, as long as the, the preaching is, good. And maybe they have a really good, um, middle school or, uh, youth group ministry too. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into that. I know, um, community, and I think similar churches, don't have youth groups. Because the yeah well they're well they're I think their philosophy is that the children are allowed like uh, into the congregation so yes. like we don't yep. need to separate them yeah they should be yeah you know one With, of us and yeah, they should get the same teaching that we get mm-hmm. um, they don't need it dumped down for them they they can you know. Which I'm kind of, like, wrestling with because I've been in both. Oh, yeah? I've been, I was raised in both because part of my childhood I was raised to sit in church and, you know, sit still, here's a notebook, take notes, color, whatever. And then the other part, yeah, you can go off. Like, that was actually a really confusing part because (laughs) I was raised at a young age that you should sit and be with the parents. But then as I got older, like, no, you can go off into children's church. Like, that's okay. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm kind of, because I, I can see why you would have both of them and the benefits of both, but yeah. I don't know, children see things at a different level and perspective than adults do, and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to pay attention to, I have a hard time not falling, trying to fall asleep in, mm-hmm. in service, so, yeah. Um, I mean, Grand Rapids in... Michigan, we have quite a Calumet, <coughs> Grand Rapids area. Like that's just such a large radius. You can there's bound to be something because there are quite a few different types of churches mm-hmm. around the area. So, well, I hope you guys do find something. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's it definitely trying. Yeah, especially on a relationship. So, yeah, I mean that's really the the main focus right now is that i 
I don't want to compromise my faith, but I also don't want to compromise my relationship. Right, right. So I'm trying to figure out how I can get those two to work together. I know my brother um, and sister-in-law had, you know, they were going through the same thing when they were first married and trying to find a church that they could belong to because they both, while they have similar worship styles, they have different beliefs in, well, not different beliefs, they have similar beliefs in everything. But just like the worship and the type of preaching they like is kind of different. And so, like, they were trying to find that middle ground. Yeah. And so it was just tough for them. Yeah. But they eventually found something. Okay. So they were both, they both had to comp- make a, some compromises, though. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of key to anything, though. Yeah. What did they pick? They're going to Radiant and Portage right now. Hmm. They were going to the Haven. Um, yeah, I know. What's so, the Haven? The the Haven. I don't I like what kind of denomination because I just went once. Mm-hmm. But it's off of Sprinkle mm-hmm. and G Avenue uh, in Kalamazoo, off the mm-hmm. Road that side of the town. So um, I think Haven is more of a reformed, okay. some form of reformed. Um, but now they're going to the Radiant, and they like it. My brother likes the Radiant mm-hmm. in Portage. Apparently, it's smaller than the one, the location in Richland. Yeah. Which I've only gone to the Richland campus. Yeah. So. And I, I kind of liked it. <coughs> I kind of liked it. It was pretty good, but... It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I only went to the... I've only gone to the Saturday and the 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. service so there was a church that we visited for camp that actually had like one section of the church like the sanctuary mm-hmm. was like a traditional church service mm-hmm. wherein you have the gym people like oh, on the other yeah. side of the room like in the gym have a contemporary service yeah I and then they just live streamed yeah the video from the sanctuary to the gym so that's in Valparaiso, Indiana. Oh, that's a little far away. <laughs> I would love to go to church there. <laughs> that's a nice church. Valparaiso. Like Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Yeah. <laughs> it's right on the lake. Wow. It's really close to Warren Dunes, I think. Oh, okay. okay. It's just like on the Indiana side of Warren Dunes. Yeah, yeah. So. That'd yeah. be a trip. That'd be a trip every every week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my go. classmates goes to church in Chicago. He lives oh, in Kalamazoo. Oh my goodness! Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot. That's that's expensive. Does he take the train? I think he drives. Jeez. <laughs> but I think he goes. I think he only goes like. Shout out Hayden classmate. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah, I think he only goes, like, uh, once every two weeks or once every three weeks or something. Oh, okay. And uh, probably, I think, he has a, a local church that he goes to in the meantime. Hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. Sure. There was a church that we went to in Traverse City that was really good. It was part of, uh, it was called Harvest Bible Chapel. It was a plus. You guys can go to... What is it called? North. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like super excited because I can't remember the name. North something. 
Mm. Uh, it's in Plainwell, right by my house, like right around the corner from my house. Is um, it's a plant church? No, it's technically a sister church. Mm. It's 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 a. I'm going to say everything's a reform because I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, really know. nowadays there's either... There's just, like, there's so like, little distinction. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, as far as Protestants, Protestantism goes, I think there's, like, maybe three or four, like, main, yeah. like, groups. Wait, Presbyterians, do they? Are they the ones that the women, they wear their a little handkerchief over their head because they believe that their hair is the crown and glory and that, that they should cover no, it? that's, um... I Because so. um, there's a I lady in, at Calvary that does that. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was... Is it the, was the people who don't ever cut their hair? I don't know if there, she ever cuts her hair, but... They believe that their hair is a crown and glory. So they wear it up in a bun, and then they put a handkerchief over their head. Because nice. they have to cover it. Because there's some biblical scripture. I can't remember where right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's Old Testament that talks about that. I would say Presbyterians um, are more, like, um, scholarly in a way. Like, very, you know, like... Um, like studying the Bible and studying mm-hmm. like the the culture of Scripture and like how that affects the interpretation and mm-hmm. like um, I don't know that's that's what draws me in is because yeah. like I look at it and I'm like okay these guys know what the Scripture says they're not mm-hmm. just like reading it and looking at the surface and saying like oh this you know yeah they're they're what? taking it a step deeper, peeling yeah. back a layer and diving really deep into the meat of things. Yeah. That's what I like, too. Mm-hmm. That's why I like uh, Calvary Bibles, because yeah. the pastor there does that. Yeah. Because he has his master in something and likes mm-hmm. to take things deep. Sometimes it, it goes a little over my head because it's like a little <laughs> too deep for where I am right now. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not trying to, like... You should go to Calvary. It's, like, so freaking amazing. <laughs> no, I actually only go just to the church service. I'm not exactly involved in anything else right now, but okay. I don't know. Which is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something. Oh, I think it's called North Point, the church by in Plainwell. Okay. I think it's North Point. Or there could have been another church that's already called North Point. But it's North <laughs> something. It's North something. And it's a sister church of another church in Cooper. <laughs> okay. Which is, like, so not helpful. <laughs> But um, I'm thinking about going when they finally, because they're building it right now, and they've been building Mm. it for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, So they should be finishing up really soon, and I want to go. So I don't know. I think you guys, I don't know what what type of style. From their old church, because I did go to their um, parent church, I think is what you call it. Anyway, the one in Cooper, I went there, and... They had more, kind of like a contemporary worship service. It wasn't, like, super contemporary. It was a lot of hill songs. Mm-hmm. So, kind of contemporary. And the, the preaching was okay. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to check out Voyage. I have no clue what that is. Another <laughs> synodical themed church. 
Huh? <laughs> Is that another <laughs> nautical themed church? Yeah. <laughs> They're all offshoots of the same church, but The Voyage, where's that one? It's over on Atlantic Street. <laughs> right? Right? What? Atlantic Street Voyage. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> but it's um <laughs> It's a teeny tiny little church, and they have mm. kind of contemporary, mm-hmm. but like the the preacher's really good. And mm-hmm. they're a small enough church so they can have potlucks afterwards. Those are nice. In the same building. See, I think. Those, oh my goodness! <laughs> Literally, it's so small. It's cool. See, I think, <clears throat> I I like those kind of churches because and you can have your your grandmothers bring their their last minute crackers from the pantry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because I used to go to a church, Orangeville Baptist, out in Plainwell, mm-hmm. um, middle of nowhere. There's literally, there's the church, and then across from the church is the old gas station, or across from that is the, the town's pub. <laughs> so it's like, that's it. Um, but it was a super, super, super tiny church, and I went back recently because, well, just for a reason and I had to grab something and so when I went back the pastor like oh Catherine hey what's up like <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long the last I heard you you were still in you were going to western for dietetics and like this has wow. been maybe two plus years since oh I've seen you so I mean I like little tiny churches because you get to know other people yeah. yeah but at the same time I was just I left because I felt like I wasn't growing Mm. spiritually so i mean that's what i'm like really liking about southern heights is like it's a smaller church yeah Mm -hmm. it's not a big noisy church like you you can say southridge is yeah it has like like you can just i could the reason why i left southridge is because i could sit there in the lobby Mm -hmm. and no one would come up to me and say hi Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Like, they just have their little groups of people. Yeah. And here's Gracie. Mm -hmm. I would mostly just be hanging out with my mom at one of the welcome center desks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And no one would come up and say hi. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I didn't feel... you went for years. Oh, yeah. I went since I was 12. Yeah. And, like... So it's not like they didn't know you. No. Everyone knows me, but... Like, we went back for Christmas, and I just stood in one spot, and everyone gave me hugs. So, like, I do have a lot of connections there, but it was just, like, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't feel, like, yep, there's that. Like, I didn't, I felt lost in the crowd, basically. So that's why I, like, starting to go to the bridge, because it's smaller than Southridge. But that's why I like going to Southern Heights, because it's even smaller than that. Yeah. And, like, everyone just adores Hayden. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> adores him. And it's so adorable. Yeah. So, therefore, like, everyone knows who I am because of that. Yeah. I have, like, an easy in. So. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's nothing, like... There's like a lot of camaraderie at that church, and it's yeah visible, and it's really fun. So yeah, I do like Southern Heights, and there's nothing necessarily like uh, off-putting about it. 
Maybe it's just because I've gone there so long that, like... It's burnt out. I don't know if it's burnt out. Maybe it's just, like... I, I don't think bored is the best word either, but maybe a little bit bored. I don't know. There's just... Because there's so much to learn about scripture, and I feel like a lot of times churches focus on such a small, small sliver. Yeah. And it gets redundant after a while. Um, mm-hmm. I know I have found that in a lot of churches, but my dad always told me when I voiced that, and he's like, well, Catherine, there's always something that you can take away from it. There's something that you can always learn from scripture because mm-hmm. me being 50, however old he is, mm-hmm. um, every time I open God's word, you know, I always find something that I had not read and it could be from yeah. the same verse Yeah, and I always something new, but I don't. So I, I still kind of struggle with that, honestly, because I want to, while I do like to hear the same topics covered, because it's just it's like a good reminder. I still want there's so much more, especially theologically. Like I want to get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. um, about scripture and what scripture, scripture says and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like um, the point of scripture really is to teach us about God, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and you know it's not necessarily to teach us about us or to teach. There is mm-hmm. some elements of that. But really, like, all of Scripture should be, you know, drawing our hearts closer to Him. Mm-hmm. And I listened to um, a sermon today by Jonathan um, about a passage in Mark of where Jesus was uh, answering a question by the Pharisees about, or by somebody, about uh, divorce. And they said, like, you know, is it lawful to for a man to divorce? And, and Jesus says, like, well... Uh, what does scripture or what does Moses say? And they gave an excuse, and he says that uh, Moses only gave that law to, you know, um, to account for your sinfulness or whatever. But before Moses, uh, when God created Adam and Eve, he created them male and female, and he said, um, let no one separate what God. Um, has put together whatever Mm -hmm. and you know one message you can get from that obviously is well god doesn't (laughs) like divorce and that god values marriage as you know a sacred thing um but what jonathan did was he did that he Mm -hmm. went through what you would expect that passage to mean and obviously what it does mean but he also said like um what does this you know uh you know, what does this say about God? Well, it says that God values marriage. Um, but it also points to the fact that, you know, he quoted Ephesians 5, where it talks about um, the church being the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it says, if God, you know, values marriage so much and it's so permanent in his eyes, mm-hmm. and, and he, he would bid that, you know, no marriage ever be separated. Mm-hmm then how much more is he going to be faithful to his church and never, you know, never let us go? And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. that, I like hearing stuff like that. I just, I like right. hearing just, like, how, you know, loved I am by God and, like, how mm-hmm. how much I can depend on him and how, mm-hmm. you know. Because it kind of restores your your sense of love. I, and yeah. maybe not restore is not the right word. 
but sense of hope, I guess, that we can get from Scripture. And, yeah, And definitely. it kind of deepens, deepens your love for yeah. Christ. I, that's better. I think restore can be a good word, too, because, I mean, sin is, you know. Corrosive. Yeah, corrosive. That's a good word, that's yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we are constantly just deteriorating, really, and we do need that restoration. I mean, that's why we have the Sabbath, because we need that cycle of, you know, uh, yeah, yeah and that's getting what, back to, to God. Mm-hmm. And that's what church is, and mm-hmm. we go for that. I always kind of thought of it as restoring my are kind of recharging my faith batteries, (laughs) kind of. I don't know. It's just something that, that's what it felt like to me Mm -hmm. because I felt energized. I would feel energized after coming out of church. Yeah. um, Because it it did restore my love for Christ Mm -hmm. and deepen my love for Christ. um, Yeah. So that way I can go out into this sin-wrought world. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. What time is it? It's almost Five, 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, 9.51. I missed you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's been such a long time. <laughs> it has. Literally. It's oh, been a crazy Your semester. hair grew like a foot, too. <laughs> <laughs> it grew a foot. So when are we going to do a bonfire? When are we going to do a bonfire? Let me think. My family will be gone next weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's Uh-oh. see. One Sorry. second. One second. One second. Oh, man. We could just do, like, next weekend. We could do Saturday. Saturday? Because Jacob, Jacob and Jess's wedding <laughs> is on Friday. Yeah. And then we don't... I don't have anything planned on that Saturday. Okay. okay. Actually, they're gone for the entire week, so... Yeah, we could even do, like... I... I'm good with a weekday, except the 17th and 18th um, are kind of, they're, because Jess has her rehearsals on the 17th, mm-hmm. so. I and you're in it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Playing the piano. Yeah. Piano. Nice. Yeah. So, those two days, I want to be able to do it. But, this is planned for Saturday, and then okay. invite all the